0: I want to start by a short introduction to try to make people understand that where is this major message coming from? Hallelujah. So, over the last few months, ever since I relocated to Sweden, I've been praying that God helped me to find a way so that I can minister the word to people in Sweden. Hallelujah. And the community in Sweden is very different from what is here. Hallelujah. <laughs> So when I arrived in Sweden, I didn't know that you are not supposed to greet people like at a bus stop or even in a bus. So if you greet someone well, people might just look at you and maybe think that maybe you want to steal or you are trying to do something or you are up to no good, Hallelujah. So even if you are trying to minister to people, greeting them, I mean when they don't know you, will not make them open up to you, Hallelujah. So maybe you are fortunate here in Sweden, I mean in, in the Netherlands, but at least I mean if you greet people, they will sort of smile, break and greet you, hallelujah. It gives you a platform for somewhere to start, hallelujah. So as I was preparing for this uh, service, I felt that the Spirit of the Lord was ministering to me that I should talk about the topic of evangelism, hallelujah. So, about evangelism, I'm going to talk about uh, five things of evangelism. Hallelujah. So, looking at the five things of evangelism, I want to apply them or I want to show you the application how Jesus managed to apply these things. Hallelujah. To do the evangelism that he did during the short time of life that he had. Hallelujah. Amen. So, maybe we can go to uh, Psalms 103. So we'll start to read from uh, verse 2, okay, from 2 to 5. So I will read, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? One, so this is the first benefit for forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. The second one, who healeth all thy diseases? This is the second benefit of healing, hallelujah. And then the third one, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, hallelujah. So this is another benefit. And then the fourth one, who crowned thee with love and kindness and tender, mercies. hallelujah. And then the last one is, who satisfied hmm. thy mouth with good things so that thy good is renewed like the eagle. hallelujah. I like the last part you say, so that thy youth is not like it. Hallelujah. Okay. So if you look at uh, these uh, themes, Hallelujah, I'm going to discuss about or talk about each theme and give you examples. Hallelujah. In the New Testament, during Jesus' life, I will try to apply this. Hallelujah. Okay. So sometimes, when we are Christians like we are, we end up sort of getting tired of doing like or worshiping God or being a Christian becomes more like a routine, hallelujah. We do things like more of a, a ritual, hallelujah. We, we cease to understand the meaning, hallelujah. And we also cease maybe to even recognize the benefits that are there that we are getting from the Father, hallelujah. And it makes it even more difficult for us to share with other people, hallelujah. The world cannot understand, hallelujah, but if we go to them and show them the benefits of being Christians, hallelujah, and show them the benefits of being sons of God, then maybe they will understand and people will turn to God, hallelujah. So as we think of this evangelism or as we go out into the world, some people are going to give their lives to to Christ because they have seen the benefit of forgiveness, hallelujah. Some are going to give their lives because they have seen the benefit of healing, hallelujah. Some are going to give their lives because they've seen the benefit of redemption, hallelujah. Some will give their lives because they've seen the benefit of compassion and love from God. And some will give their lives because they've seen the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. The good things that God does to satisfy their lives and renewing their strength like youth or like an eagle. Hallelujah. So the first one I will start with the forgiveness. So we can go to Luke 23. 33 to 34. When they came to the place called the Skull, there they crucified him along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. Hallelujah. So, One of the benefits of being a child of God or one of the benefits that we can get from God is actually for forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. None of us is pure. Hallelujah. Even when you are born in a family with your mother and father or your parents being Christians, it does not mean that you are not a sinner. Hallelujah. So you get this benefit of forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. So this benefit of forgiveness of sins is a benefit which we cannot get from anywhere. But it comes from the Father. Some might not see the value of this, but if the Altautaras woman in John eight verse three to eleven was still alive today, should be a testimony, hallelujah. Because according to the culture she could have been stoned and killed, but she managed not to be killed, hallelujah. Because of his powerful forgiveness, hallelujah. So it is a benefit that sometimes we take for granted, but there is power in forgiveness, hallelujah. That if if God forgives us, there is power, there is something that happens in our lives because of his forgiveness, hallelujah. So it is a benefit that sometimes we end up forgetting the mighty power of God through his forgiveness, hallelujah. So we can share to the world and tell them that there is power in forgiveness. And we also even realize that sometimes if you have a problem with someone, The moment you try, or the moment when you iron out your differences, you feel that there's this peace. Hallelujah. So there's a benefit in forgiveness. Hallelujah. The world does not know this, but if we take time to explain to them and show them this benefit of forgiveness, some people are going to give their lives to Christ. I know it is very difficult in Europe to talk about the work of God. It is increasingly becoming difficult in some societies, but let's not give up. Hallelujah. I felt the Word of God or oh, the Spirit of the Lord was ministering to me that we should follow these things if you want to win more people in the church, hallelujah. Amen. Moving on to the next one. The next one is healing, hallelujah. Amen. If you go to Matthew 14 verse 36, it talks about, okay, again, him to let the sick just touch the edge of his globe. And all who touched him were killed. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Do all of us know how actually antibiotics were discovered? Mm. We don't. Okay, maybe let me just share this. So there was a scientist who was doing an experiment. Hallelujah. So this uh, scientist left a culture of some bacteria. And then uh, he forgot. Hallelujah. So later on, when he went back to the experiment, he actually was regretting that, oh, I forgot about this experiment, but he actually discovered something, that the amount of bacteria that was there was actually very low, I don't know. The reason being that there was some fungi that was producing what we call antibiotics, and these antibiotics make the bacteria not grow, I not know. So actually this discovery was an accident, it was not planned, I mean. hallelujah. Mm-hmm. But how then can some people then put their faith in an accident or something that was discovered through an accident? <laughs> but when you talk about the word of God, people will say, I don't believe in that. But you talk about antibiotics, someone will believe that an antibiotic would heal them, I mean. mm-hmm. So we need to tell people about the word of God, the healing power of God, I mean. Sometimes I've, I've, I've wondered. I mean, I hear now that they're doing a DNA sequencing I don't know, mm. where they sort of sequence all the microbes that are within a human, a normal a human being with normal health. I don't know. Mm. So when someone gets sick, they'll just do a, another sequencing and tell you, okay, so we are seeing maybe these microbes or this part of a microbes are actually more than these ones, so that's why you are sick. I For those that are going to be sick, maybe from infectious disease. I don't know. So, in a way, people are actually thinking that, oh, okay, so if we have more systems that will show us this, then we can actually sort of guarantee our health. I don't know. And if you talk about the healing or the benefit of healing, people don't even want to understand. I don't know. But do you know that sometimes before you even fall sick, God already heals you? Mm Hallelujah. I remember when we were still young, my sister, the first born in the family, came with chicken pox, and we were still young, we didn't know what chicken pox was. So, with my fellow uh, siblings, we actually touched our sister and said, Oh, what is this? I mean, we didn't know. And the following morning, all of us had chicken pox. (laughs) Hallelujah. But what surprised me the most, even up to today, one of my sisters did not have chicken pox. But all of us in the family had chicken pox. But only my sister didn't have, one of my sisters didn't have chicken pox. Sometimes people will explain and tell you, oh, it is immunity, this one has got this antibodies, or whatever it is. But all that should tell you something, I don't know. It is not just coincidence, it is not just the Big Bang theory, as they call it, I mean, that will just make some individual different from others, I mm-hmm. but you see the power of God, that sometimes God you see before even you fall sick, mm-hmm. even within your body, maybe you've got the pathogens that can cause someone to have a certain disease, but you are here today, you are not sick, mm-hmm. have you ever wondered or asked yourself why, is it because it is mere chance? Is it because it is just a a question of probability? As some who are now so well-based in statistics and mathematics believe in probability. Hallelujah. I've also wondered, I mean, if you look at young children, like that young boy, I think, uh, they can lie down with their bed maybe for for three months or even more. Most of the time they'll be just lying with their bed. But if, if someone, is, I mean, about my age, gets sick and they just spend maybe two, three days lying, you find out they have maybe some bad salt. Have you ever wondered why is it if someone won't old, if they lie down for a long time, they begin to have salt. But for children, they don't have souls. Why? Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. You see, it's, it's so amazing. So there are some things that science cannot explain. Hallelujah. Mm. So, I want to also show you in the Word of God, if you look at uh, Mark 5, verse 28. 28. Because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. This is the woman who had the blood issue. Hallelujah. So, within this same chapter, I want to move on to the next point. Before this woman touched the garment of Jesus, hallelujah, there was a, a synagogue leader. Whose name was Jairus. So Jairus wanted to ask Jesus, or well, in fact, he asked Jesus to go with him to his house because his daughter was not feeling well. Hallelujah. But just on their way, then there was this woman who had an issue of blood who just said to herself, If only I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be well. And she did that and she became well. Hallelujah. What surprises me is that. If you look at the healing power of God, hallelujah. I've never seen any doctor, if you fall sick today, or if, let's say, your child falls sick today and you go to the doctor alone and just tell the doctor that I left my child at home, he or she is not feeling well, can you please heal them when they're at home, (laughs) hallelujah. The doctor will tell you, oh, I'm sorry, that is not possible. I mean, go and get the patient. We uh, attend to the patient, we do not attend to a relative. Of the patient or anything. I know. But if you look at the healing power of God, if you look at uh, how it, it, it changes or heals people, and sometimes Jesus, without even going to the place, he would just say, Be well, and someone would be well just at home. It shows you the healing power of God. So, by the time Jesus arrived at the Jairus' uh, home, the child was already dead. And when Jesus said, Oh, the child is sleeping, some people even laughed. Hallelujah. So, so, it is not unique even today if you tell them when you are sharing to the, these people who call themselves atheists, if you tell them that God you, some might even laugh at you that like, oh, look at this brother or oh, look at this sister, what have you been drinking? Or maybe you are yeah, too religious. Hallelujah. Probably people will even laugh anymore. But that should not stop you to share with them the healing power of God, I don't know. Amen. Amen. It's only that the Bible doesn't tell us everything. I would have wanted to hear how these people I mean would have reacted after the child had woken up after the girl woke up. Right. The same people that were laughing, how they wanted to know how these people reacted. Right. I don't know. But if you look at all this In every situation that Jesus was ministering or helping people through uh, forgiveness, through healing, some people were giving their lives to Christ. Some people were beginning to believe in God. Hallelujah. So this child was actually redeemed from a state of not having life to actually come back to life. So it is a benefit that we should realize that sometimes God actually gives us positions but he do not deserve, he actually redeems us, I mean, from the pit and brings us back to life. Hallelujah. So, the, the, the next point, compassion is actually linked to, to, to love. hallelujah. So, like I said uh, earlier on, that people were getting healed whilst at home. hallelujah. That shows The compassion that is there in the healing power of God. Hallelujah. If you go to the doctors, I know that the doctors, when they are treating you, of course they love their weight, but sometimes some just do it, I mean, not out of love. Hallelujah. But when the healing power of God or when God heals, He is doing it out of love. Hallelujah. It is out of compassion. Hallelujah. So there's a difference. Hallelujah. At one time I was just looking through the different countries and uh, I was looking at the, the metrics that they use to say this country is developed and maybe this one. People don't have a good quality of life. And uh, I was just looking at the beds, like hospital beds per thousand inhabitants in, in, in different countries in the world. And I was looking at some countries like the Netherlands. Sweden and Denmark, you find uh, well, these rich countries, maybe they have four beds per thousand inhabitants. And some of the countries that are a bit unfortunate in Africa, I will not mention names, I don't know. <laughs> so some don't even have one bed per thousand, I don't know. Zero point something beds per thousand. So, so what this means, I mean, it means if there is a, a, a disease that would come up and make a community or an area with more than, let's say, all the thousand inhabitants in that place, HC. It means only four people will treated hallelujah. Or only four people have access to the beds, hallelujah. What happened to the 900, uh, 996 Hallelujah. So you see, sometimes we we get this satisfaction in. Just simple metrics that, oh, okay, if uh, the beds are there or the doctor-to-patient ratio, if it's high, then it means we're safe. If it's low, then yeah, maybe we should wipe. Anyway. Hallelujah. <laughs> if you look into the word of God, I never saw a term where it was written or is written that there's antibiotic resistance. Hallelujah. Anyway. But okay. that the willing power of God, maybe there's got some resistance that maybe over time, it might not work, (laughs) but we are hearing some cases of some people wanting to be treated and the doctors also having the desire to treat people, but the antibiotics not working. I was just talking to a lady from uh, Spain and she was telling me that her friend, uh, was always taking antibiotics. And now, one of the days she got sick, she actually had a sore neck and the doctor gave her all sorts of antibiotics, but it did not work. And after a long time, she was sort of struggling with that. So how do I get myself well? Well, until she got some advice from someone, she just used something that is just natural, just honey. And she applied the honey to that wound and it healed. I so sometimes, it's not a question of relying on, on uh, the industries that make antibiotics to say if we have more industries or more lines of drugs, then we can say, oh, we can sit at home every Sunday and not worry about oil. Hallelujah. <laughs> so I, I, want to, I want to move on to the next uh, point, which is good things. Hallelujah. Satisfaction. So satisfaction... It's a benefit that comes from God. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever realized that in the world you find some people are so successful, they've got everything, but they, they are not satisfied. Alleluia. Still they feel that I still haven't achieved, I mean, the maximum that I can, I still haven't achieved my potential. Hallelujah. They still cannot sleep. Alleluia. They still cannot enjoy the world, everything that they have. Hallelujah! They still have this desire that I can still do more. But if you go to Africa, hallelujah. We're having a a short course, and uh, one of the professors was saying, I was so astonished when I went to Africa. There was this man who just had two animals, it was just two cows, (laughs) hallelujah. And then this man, uh, uh, one cow was just producing one, one liter of milk, and this man was so happy, he said, I love my animal. <laughs> but if you look at someone, here someone has got an animal that is producing 8,000 liters. I'm sure those who are in the field of uh, dairy in the Netherlands maybe know that the cow can produce up to 8,000 kgs per the lactation. I don't but you find... Like cases where these farmers I mean you hear that these farmers have committed suicide or these farmers are not happy and all that. But look at them, they have so many animals and each animal is producing eight thousand and this person is only having just a liter of milk aluminum. But they are very happy So you find sometimes we have to realize this that satisfaction does not come from more wealth alone. Does not come from more knowledge, hallelujah. Does not come from more technology. Does not come from using too much computing power. Does not come from earning so much, I mean, from having the high salary or whatever. It comes from God, hallelujah. Amen. But what I liked the most with the issue of satisfaction, people don't realize satisfaction actually has quite a lot to do with our health, hallelujah. I'm sure, well, most ladies like to be young or at least appear young for a long time, I don't know. <laughs> And I think even men too. But for men, I think it's the issue of strength. I mean, <laughs> a man doesn't mind how he looks. I mean, but what is worried about if The strength sort of then becomes less and less when he gets older and older. Yeah, that's something to worry about. But maybe for women, it's the other way around. I mean, is. If they look at themselves in the mirror and they see maybe some wrinkles, they feel, oh, yeah, some, something is catching up with me. Hallelujah. But here is a benefit that is coming from God, Hallelujah. But he will renew your strength. Hallelujah. Like an eagle. Hallelujah. You see, some people may wonder that why is it equals maybe survive for a long time? So I was... Uh, going over an article that was describing how eagles actually go through this period where they remove some old feathers and then wait for quite a long time to develop new feathers. So it means when you see them flying, yeah, they'll be showing that they've got so much strength, they are powerful, but it is because of this renewal that takes place, hallelujah. So we need this renewal in our lives, hallelujah. Sleep alone cannot renew us, hallelujah. Anyway. But this renewing strength comes from God, hallelujah. Anyway. It is a benefit that you cannot get from doctors. I know some people have started, I mean, getting these other ways of trying to encourage people that, oh, maybe you can do yoga, it will help you to be peaceful, it will help you to have satisfaction, it will make you not grow old, it will do this and that to you. But why would yourself doing all those kind of things, hallelujah? Anyway? This renewal comes from God, hallelujah. So every every Christian, hallelujah, has got every reason to worship God, hallelujah, because of his wonderful benefits, hallelujah. So we shouldn't fail to have anything to say when we meet an unbeliever to try to encourage them or to try to bring them to God. And we shouldn't feel tired that, that I've come... To services throughout the week. I think I'm tired now. I think I need to rest. I shouldn't be doing this. We should continue worshiping God and praising Him because this is what the scripture says. That we should praise God. Hallelujah. It says my soul should praise God. If I just think of His benefits. If just think of these benefits, they will actually sustain. I know these days here in Europe or in the developed world, but maybe this is a bit less in the USA. People are talking of sustainability. that. If you talk about anything, people will always say, is that sustainable, hallelujah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So part of this uh, sermon, maybe I would have given it a title, that's sustainable Christianity, hallelujah. Oh. <laughs> 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 you want <laughs> to sustain yourself, hallelujah, as <laughs> a believer. You need to think of this, hallelujah. These five things, they will sustain you, hallelujah. Because uh, sometimes when we wake up in the morning and you feel like you don't have strength anymore, hallelujah, but sometimes when you wake up and feel like, I can't manage this anymore. But you need to think of this. If you think of this and worship God, this will sustain you, hallelujah. Yeah. Mm. Where I'm living in Sweden, there's something that always touches my heart. I've seen there's a very old lady, hallelujah. I don't know what you call those, uh, like a, a chair that has got, it's not even a chair, it's something that has got wheels. Mm. 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 <laughs> That is sort of push. I mean, it supports them to, to sort of walk. Yeah. What do they call it? Latin. 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 I'm So sure we we all know it. Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, in 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 Sweden, sometimes there's so much snow. And when there's so much snow, sometimes when I just I mean uh, look out the window in the morning before going to church and say, Hey there's so much snow, so <laughs> but I've never missed church to <laughs> but sometimes I get a little bit discouraged that like, hey there's so much snow, will I make it I mean this cold? But what always encourages me is this lady animal. Mm-hmm. This lady is now quite so old that even a has sort of painted like this. But each time you find it Walking like this, but she never misses church, hallelujah. Walking like this in the snow, in the cold, every Sunday, I always see her when I go to church and when I come out, hallelujah. Every Sunday, she never misses, hallelujah. And this lady, hallelujah, must have seen something, hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just trying to buttress the issue of sustainable Christianity, Yeah. We need to sustain our Christianity up to that. If we are fortunate enough, or oh, God grant us the favor to give life to get through to be old as this lady, I don't know. Mm. we need something to sustain us. I don't know. Mm. Mm. Yeah. If we try all other means, they will not sustain us. If your motivation of coming to this church was looking for a job, as soon as you get a job, you won't come here anymore. If your motivation was getting a degree from bargaining, as soon as you get your master, you won't come anymore. Yeah. If your motivation was getting a wife or a husband, the moment you come, get married, you won't come anymore. Yeah. If your motivation was something else, you won't come anymore. Yeah. So it is important, but one thing that surprises me is that why is it that the young generation is not learning hallelujah from these old people, hallelujah? It's something that we have to think about, hallelujah. Especially here in in, in, in the Netherlands, hallelujah. You find that less and less young people coming to church. Why? Maybe it's because those other Christians are not ministering enough. Because the person who is in the world do not realize these benefits, I mean, because they don't even have time to read the Bible anyway. So it is up to us, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So as I end this sermon, I'd like to challenge each and every one of us that amongst the five things that I've talked about, just find one thing I'm sure even if you say you are weak, just as Gideon was saying, that, oh, I'm the weakest in the clan. You can just find just one of the things that you concentrate on and look for people who have a challenge that you can show them the benefit. And through doing that, you can win someone to Jesus. Hallelujah. Some people might think that there's still a lot of time. The time is now. Hallelujah. If you have cared to just look around at what has been happening in the past few months, it tells you something that there is now a change of the generation. How many people do you know have passed on? Hallelujah. So it means that if we know someone that this person was an expert in this field, and if they passed on, it means you have to look to the next generation. Hallelujah that generation is going, slowly and slowly if you look at things there's a change of we are going to another generation already. so in this new generation who's going to minister already? who's going to minister the word of God who's going to ignite Europe so I'd like to end my of this, hallelujah. Amen. If there are people who are sick, hallelujah, the pastor is here. But then the pastor will call them and pray for them, hallelujah. If you are sick and you get healed, it means it's an opportunity for you to start from somewhere to minister the word of God. Amen. Because if God has healed you, what stops you from ministering to others His healing power, hallelujah.